We go to King. King will barge over. Will he get it down? Yes, he does. There's the Premiership. Wilson runs to the line. He's got Buxton with him. It's been put on the toe. It's going to be to try. Joy Jobson's got the try. Window will get their second. You're listening to Lee Carson, Newcastle Hunters Home Rugby League. Welcome back to our regular listeners and welcome aboard to any new listeners. This is episode 11 of Lee Castle, the podcast covering rugby league in Newcastle and the Hunter Valley. I'm your host, Chris McPherson. Today I'm joined by two co-hosts, uh, the first of whom is the definition of a club stalwart. He's played over 200 games for Wolves and Maryland Tigers and uh, by my maths he has to be... Uh, Closing in rapidly on, on his 40s. Jeremy Love, how are you, Lovey? Yeah, good, Chris. Good, mate. Yeah, close to 40. 36, mate. 36. Oh, still got close. That means you've got another 100 games, didn't you? <laughs> I don't know about that, mate. Uh, my other co-host, uh, well, not a season on the field, um, is no less crucial cog in the machine out here at Wolves Maryland. He's played here and been involved for years. He's uh, also on the committee, and uh, when I managed to get out here to the Grange the other week, he was doing pretty much everything and anything, and... Uh, is uh, fairly heavily involved. Um, he's also uh, probably the only man leading me for the title of the largest cranium in the uh, Newcastle Hunter Rugby League. Funny, <laughs> how are you, mate? Good, mate. Good. I don't know about that. I think it's Bulldogs. Got us both covered on that one. There's some big heads. Still got a there. scar on your head from his head. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's all right, mate. There's plenty of room for um, knowledge and nonsense in these melons of ours, that's for sure. But there's not much in there. No, nah, exactly right, mate. <laughs> there, there should be, but there's yeah. not. Yeah, they're pretty hollow, but that's, you know, that's what we've played in the front row, isn't it? That's right. Um, First of all, and we we're just talking about it off air, I just, I just want to touch on something that we brought up on the page during the week before we get into all the good stuff of the footy, and that is, you know, and it's probably a good segue from talking about you and you know, your movement into that role a bit more off-field than on-field this year, um, is certainly volunteers and, and the people out there at the moment, and I don't know whether they're listeners or not, I would hope that it's not our listeners, but um, that have been involved in essentially systematically abusing and harassing members of... Um, at least one club committee, if not more, um, and also of one of the league's committees. And essentially, my, my point on this, and I'll, I'll keep pretty short and sharp, and you guys can touch on this because I know your club had some battles earlier in the year in terms of getting getting the, the help behind the scenes that you need. If you're not part of the solution in local league, you're part of the problem. So it doesn't have to be putting your hand up to be president of a local club or putting your hand up to you know, uh, coach or run water every week. Put your hand up at your local club and offer to help out with the barbecue or in the canteen or get your RSA and jump behind the bar, uh, sports trainer, anything at all. But if you're going to be prepared to go and dish out criticism on everyone else, make sure you're prepared to, you know, I guess put your hand up at least at some point during the season and, and help out. So I don't know what your thoughts are on that, boys. Yeah, well, we're at least coming up here. Um, I've had, we've had pretty, pretty much no one help except for our secretary now, Brad Subzak. He's... Um, his young bloke come back and play for us at the start of the year, and he sort of rang me up and said, if, I, if, if you need anything, let us know. And I said, well, as a matter of fact, his secretary is quit. He might step into that role. He had no idea what he was stepping into. And he's taken the club from leaps and downs from where it was and, and, and really grown grown our club. So you never know what you can do if you, if you put your hand up and there's always a position for someone doing something. Yeah, exactly. Or it can be, you know, as I said, simple as running the barbecue all the way through to, you know, being on a committee and helping steer it or, you know, qualified sports trainers. There's, there's 101 roles and, you know, even like I was speaking to someone recently and she was a mum uh, who'd never had anything really to do with rugby league. Her son took rugby league in his early 20s and she put her hand up and it's one of the Newcastle Under Clubs and uh, she just runs their social media. 
But again, it's one less thing that, that the guys who are you know, doing the day-to-day -day grind and you know, I rocked up here today and your boys are out there painting the field and those sort of things. So, you know, and it could be something as simple as that. So someone who you know, might have experience in that field or is prepared to learn it, uh, always happy to take on board. So it doesn't matter whether it's Wolves in Maryland or any other clubs. There's, you know, I think we've got 53 clubs between the three competitions we cover and all of them would be you know, happy to have a volunteer come on board for anything. I know we're at Woodbury the other week and they, they were scraping around just for someone to announce the scores as, as each time someone went across the line. Like, there's so many jobs that just come and ask if you're not sure. That's right. Yeah. And it's all, people do it for the love of the game. That's all it's about. So, you know, it is what it is with the regrading and move on. Yeah. Don't be doing that sort of garbage. No, exactly right. And it's a good excuse uh, if you do come and help out just to say to Mrs. I've got to go down and, and help out the footy and have a couple of beers while you're here. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, That's why I still play. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, so moving on, Walls and Maryland, um, some tumultuous times at the start of the season, got a committee together thanks to some people jumping yeah. in and got a side together. Uh, started out in B grade. Unfortunately, you probably didn't have the numbers due to you know a few players moving elsewhere. Uh, moved down to C grade, your right and arm wrestle at the moment, you know, there's four or five sides that we'll get into that are really not separated by much. Uh, what's been the key to getting everything succeeding and back on the field? Mate, just making sure we've got everything right within the player group, I think. Making sure the boys are happy is the main thing, because they're the ones out there doing doing the hard yards and everything. So that was our main focus is um, getting the boys in training kit, getting their jerseys, getting their shorts and socks, getting them everything ready to to play come game day, you know what I mean? So, you know, the boys are happy, I think. Yeah, so. yeah they might not be going good on the field, but off the field we're enjoying it. Yeah. Well, everyone's bonding together as well. Um, yeah, it's just more about, I know this year, this year's going to be hard for us, um, it's just more about enjoying that mateship that, we're, that we are forming and and they are they are looking close to to rally a few gators yeah. come the second round of the competition, I reckon. And they're disciplined. <laughs> I've been drilling it into discipline. And it hasn't been a big thing out here at Walls End for many a year, but we've got to be disciplined on the field, um, whether with the ball or without it and, and sometimes we, we lack in um, in that area and if we can get that together, like we've we've been competitive with every team but then yeah, our discipline's let us down. And, and that's been our problem. I saw you guys out here against Averglass the other week, and it's probably a good example of that. The first half, you guys are right in the arm wrestle, as a bit of fatigue came in, some lazy penalties and some yeah. frustration penalties. Yeah. And it all builds, um, and it is very much the difference. And I think if you talk to you know any of the top sides, or even I watched Raymond Terrace and Morissette play the other week. Raymond Terrace was scraping for a side, essentially, that night. Mor they were right in the arm wrestle with Morissette, because Morissette were ill-disciplined and just didn't complete. They just made silly mistakes. But you, you always had the inkling that Morrisett were a far better side and they showed it in the second half and they got their stuff together. But it's amazing what can happen if you turn up on the day against any of these sides. If they're not on and you're on and you're disciplined, you're right in it. And I guess for you guys going forward, obviously, it's, as you said, a lot of players left, so it's building that platform now to get more than Maryland back to strength. Yeah. But, it, you know, when it was an A-grade powerhouse yeah. and, yeah, you know, you couldn't move on the hill here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those were the days. <laughs> um, yeah, just as long as the club's around. That's our, yeah. that's our minor Mitch's main thing is as long as the club's around and, and um, I know a lot of locals, you know, come down and, and have a Saturday RV and, and have a few beers on the hill and, and watch blokes that they see around the, the traps and as long as the club's around, that, that's been our main focus, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, 100%. As long as, it, like I said, it, we're more happy 
to have the, the club here that's struggling on the field and we're still here, it's, it's just about boys turning up for each other and, and showing what Wolves and Maryland as a community is all about. Yeah. I mean, there's only five teams out of eight that can make the finals, there's only one that can win, someone's got to miss. Yeah. Um, but yeah, exactly right. And I mean, it's always been the club that's had a, a good handful of junior sides and also it's always a pathway for those kids that don't go on to grade or, you know, um, bigger things. And, and I think we're seeing more of that. Well, there's more of the teenage kids in talking that, you know, they, their aspiration might just be, and you see more guys come back from even Newcastle Rugby League to play in the A and B grade side. Some of them, that's just their aspiration is just to play for the next, you know, five or 10 years with their mates and, and have a good time because, as you said, it gives them an excuse on a Saturday afternoon to come down here and then get get lost on their way home as they stumble past the pub. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Luke Pitts is a prime example. He's, he's been off at, I think, West have asked him, South have asked him, but all he's ever wanted to do was play for Wolves and Tigers. And he, he went all through the juniors out here and, and now he's, I don't think he's that far off 100 games out here. So, And he's only been, well, I think it's his fifth or sixth year now. So. Yeah, he's not old. He's about 20 or something. Yeah, Cracking your record in no time, mate. Uh, he'll You'll have to keep going to 40 just to set a I'm, decent I'm, mark for him. I'm chasing his old man's record, now, so <laughs> he'll probably want not, to beat me. Not, nice little bit of, uh, <laughs> yeah, little, little loop there. Uh, we might move on from you guys, and we'll get back to that when we come to C grade. And uh, uh, now I don't know if you've passed this on, the uh, League Castle Legends. Yeah, so um, essentially, as our regular listeners will know, we have this segment, and just it's a team or a person from uh, around the three comps that we cover, Group 21, Newcastle Rugby League, and Newcastle and Hunter. That uh, might have done something special on the weekend, uh, or a team that sort of outperformed their, their usual benchmark. And well, you go first, then Lowy, if you, you, look, you look like you're prime with one. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to give it to West Walls then. Kills me to say it, <laughs> but um, uh, Yonke out there and Bundy, they're doing good things out there. They're club scoreboards, and um, you know, a bit like myself, you'd never get a into any other team. But um, they're sitting second. They're, they're looking good in B grade there, so. I've got to give it to, to Westy and, and them two boys, I think. Yeah, they're going well. And, and Kai's popped up in uh, two of the player profiles already as the Newcastle Hunter player that people uh, there admire. You go. So there you go. He's, he's a deceptive player. I think we were talking about last week with Aaron Morris from Belmont Well, you, you, you have a look at him, and if you didn't know otherwise, you'd think, mate, he's got about 10 or 15 minutes in him, and then he's yeah. going to have to play. But, mate, he's almost an 80-minute player, and just yep. you don't lose anything from him. He's absolutely solid, and yeah, off the field as well, what he does for that club is huge. Yeah, and can pump some concrete, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> nice little plug there. What about you, Flano? I'm going to go for Tara Bears, uh, D grade. I looked at their, their score on the weekend, and any side that can put 50 points on a, a side like a lobby pool, um, I know they're, they're not going to be what a lobby pool's not going to do well, but they've got a class side, and uh, any side that can put 50 odd points on that. Um, spider on you. Know, it's all over me. Any side that can put 50 points on a a side like that, and I've got family um, sort of in that side, yeah. well, through Katara Bear, so my grandfather was the first secretary of Katara Bear, so... Orange and black in your blood. <laughs> exactly yeah. right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so no, that, they did do quite well there, and um, it's sort of, a lot of people talk about Hamilton and Swansea in that competition, but they've quickly, as we'll see, in a little bit snuck up into equal second with Swansea, yeah. so... And, and I think I'll play, they might play Swansea this weekend, so we might start to see Katara make a bit of an impact on that competition. Mine goes out to a bloke, uh, like the, the bar TV coverage for Cessnock and Curry on the weekend. And a young bloke called Nick Lawrence. He looked like he's all about 55 kilos ringing wet, came off the bench at uh, dummy half in first grade. And for mine, changed the momentum of that game, got across for a try himself and, and did really well. So uh, really impressive. And uh, Steve Waitford playing hooker there 
Uh, not a recognised hooker, but uh, his transition, he's going to have his work cut out for him to keep his spot because they've got Scott Briggs and uh, Callan Edwards in the halves as well as Paul Carter there. So yeah. plenty of options. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Nick Watch Lawrence went really well. Yeah. Uh, and an honourable mention to Greater Branson Colts have uh, gone down to reserve grade uh, in the Group 21 competition this year. Struggling for numbers. They played with nine the other week. Uh, they got their first win of the season uh, up against Demon at home there. So well done to Greater Branson. Uh, before we jump into the Group 21, just mention uh, you can, of course, tune in to Lee Castle on Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, and any other good podcast app. And we'd really appreciate if anyone uh, that's listening gives us a rate and review on there uh, and helps us to reach more rugby league fans uh, in the wider community. So we might jump into Group 21 and we'll start with the reserve grade and that result that I talked about. Greta Brankson, not only did they win 28 6, they beat Denman, so. A good way to break your duck sort of halfway through the season, boys. Yeah, that's all right. What, they had nine players in that game? Or? No, no, they had, they had the full squad at the home. Squad, so, yeah. yeah. Nah. You'd be, you'd Sounds be better concerned. if they had nine. You'd be concerned <laughs> if you were down and got beat by nine, yeah. I think. So, um, in the other results, Murray hosted Musselbrook and went down 32-20. Singleton, 20, knocked off the previously undefeated Merriwell Magpie, 16. And Scone and Aberdeen played out a 22-all draw. So it sees the, the ladder really tied up. We've got Mary Warren 12, Scone 11, Singleton 10, Aberdeen 9, Musselbrook 8, and then it's back to the also Rams, Murray Greta Brankston, and Denman all on two. So it uh, looks like it, um, it's a, a race in five, but only two wins separating first and fifth. So should have a good finish to the season there in the reserve grade. Uh, this weekend's fixtures, and I might see if I might, might push you for a tip on these ones, boys. See how you go. We've got the. Uh, Murrundo and Greta Brankson both with one win to their name. Can Greta Brankson go back to back on Saturday? I'll put Murrundo. I'm going to say yes. I'm going to go yes on that. No, I'm going to go against the Murrundo. I coached a few years ago and they got beat by um, Greta Brankson didn't make it to the grand final, so there's a bit of grudge. Still, 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah no, that does, doesn't hold a grudge. I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll go with the uh, Colts as well. Hopefully, they can get the win. Uh, next up, we've got uh, Denman, who are sitting in eighth. They were the ones that went down to Greater Brankston, and they host Scone, who are second. I, I think Scone will win this one pretty comfortably. Yeah, I've got to make the place for Scone. Um, <coughs> I think he's playing reserve grade at the moment, but he'll, he'll push for a first grade spot. He's a good player, but um, you've got to go Scone there. Yeah, I'm Scone. Uh, next up, we've got Singleton, third, who are sitting third. They travel up to Aberdeen to McKinnon Field on Sunday at 12.30. Um, so it's this one, third verse fourth. Uh, Singleton's starting to find some form in both grades. I'm going to go to the Greyhounds. Yeah, Greyhounds, they signed well too, didn't they? They've got a few players um, from the NRL. So, yeah, I'm going to go to the Greyhounds too. I'm with you. No, I'm going to see what the Tigers are going to do. Uh, Tigers team, I like it. And finally, Musselbrook host Merriwall. I think Merriwall, who uh, lost their first game last weekend, will bounce back with a bit of vengeance up at Olympic Park on Sunday, and they'll win this one. Yeah, I think that's... Uh, in the bag. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. Uh, move on to first grade. In the first grade games, obviously only the four teams in the group 21 first grade comp now. Uh, Singleton uh, drag themselves off the bottom of the ladder. As you said, they've got some signings, but they haven't been playing too well. But a 38-16 win over Denman. Uh, in the other game, Scone snuck home to continue their undefeated run, 32-28 and, uh, over Aberdeen. And that pretty much for mine puts one hand on the minor premiership halfway through the season. They're on 14 competition points. Aberdeen on six, Scone and De- uh, sorry Singleton and Denman on four, so four wins uh, when they're seven from seven. You wouldn't expect them to drop four games from here. You wouldn't think so. You wouldn't think so. I think um, I'm not too sure. I'm not 100 percent sure, but I think our major sponsor, the Racecourse Hotel, the owners own the pub up there, and they sponsor the the um, Tigers up there as well. So 
Oh, so a little bit of a sister relationship all yeah, yeah, right. So. so speaking of that, um, so Sunday Aberdeen will host Singleton. So uh, the battle of second and third. Uh, Singleton can get the win here. They'll jump up into second. They've got the better for and against. And look, when you've got Frank Formosala and, and Chad Redman, he might have had a year playing for, for Shorty, but Shorty, yeah. he's a very uh, handy player. Um, Jive out, so he's got him fired up and, and going in the right direction now, Singleton, after a bit of a slow start this season. So I think they might beat your uh, sister club, the Tigers. Yeah, I think they'll come over the wet sail, mate. No, I'm still going to He's on the Tigers. He's <laughs> bleeds through. through. He bleeds through. <laughs> Black and orange, he does. Uh, and the Saturday game is Denman versus Scone. Uh, Denman, only the two wins so far this season, and both of those over Singleton. I just can't see him breaking Scone's undefeated run. Uh, JJ Apthorpe and uh, Luke Clydesdale, speaking of NRL players. Uh, Oh, sorry, Adam Clause, oh, sorry. Uh, far too strong. Yeah, 100%. Great. Yeah, Beautiful. We'll jump on to the Newcastle Rugby League and the results from last weekend uh, on Saturday. Central 22 defeated Macquarie 6. Uh, Curry 22 were defeated by Cessnock 26 in an absolute belter of a clash. And then on Sunday, two romps. West 44 defeated Maitland 10 at Harker Oval. And South on the road down at Carl Oval 42 4 over Lakes. So that sees West sitting on 12 competition points with a game in hand. South on 10, also with a game in hand. Curry and Cessnock. Curry, Cessnock and Maitland on 8. Cessnock with a game in hand. Central 6, Macquarie and Lakes on 4. And Lakes also with a game in hand. Those games, those catch-up games from earlier in the year we played in August. Uh, so Saturday, we see West in first host Lakes. Uh, now it's been moved to Saturday at 3 o'clock at Harker. Any more rain? Uh, tomorrow, and, it look, and they may move it up to up to Cessnock on Sunday. So just stay tuned to the to his Newcastle Rugby League page for updates on that one. But uh, gee, should be a brave man to tip Lakes on the next Lakes boy, and I don't even like to tip. Nah, definitely not. Definitely not. Maggots are Yeah, I'll go West. All right, that's three of us for West. Uh, next up, sees Maitland hosting Cessnock. Uh, Maitland coming off that drubbing at the hands of West, and a few injuries. They see Tyler Perrin come back into the halves. Uh, Cessnock welcome Marvin Philippe back after his a late withdrawal. Uh, Scott Briggs has been shifted and named into the halves where he played last week and Paul Carter moved to lock. Uh, they've got some uh, pretty handy ball-playing options there, Cessnock, and um, Maitland with those injury concerns. Even though it's Maitland, I'm going to be going to go in and go on the charge. Yeah, I'm with you, Chris. Go ahead and on that one. Yeah, I've got a couple of relatives up at Cessnock. So you got relatives everywhere. What's going on? Take your family tree and bring it out of the Newcastle home competitions. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to go to Cessna. All right, lovely. Uh, the final Saturday game is Macquarie hosting Curry. Uh, both sides coming off losses last Saturday. Uh, Daniel Abraham named at 5'8 for the Scorps this week. So, Geez, he'd be as old as me. He's still going around. Yeah, he's probably, probably played as many games, yeah. too, I reckon. So, yeah, I think he's retired a few times as well. Yeah, that's great. So is he. Yeah, that's all right. That's lovely. Good on you. <laughs> and uh, and uh, mate, just, just like you, I think he's played in pretty much every position on the paddock yeah. as well. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he has. So, uh, mate, you got any tips as a bloke that gets shifted into the halves and no one else wants to play there? Uh, what do you mean, get? He's the coach. Yeah. So he shifts himself yeah, in there. He shifts himself in there. We've got no halves, so uh, just pass it, mate. Just pass it. <laughs> just pass it. <laughs> I don't know, I don't even know he's my tuck under the wing a bit. I'm, I'm going to go for. Um, but Curry really took the test, not last week. I'm going to go for Curry to get the win on the road here. Yeah. I'm going to go. We at Cessnock Curry? Macquarie. Macquarie. Yeah, I'm going to go. Is that Macquarie? Yeah, I'm going to go Macquarie. Macquarie? Yeah, I'm going to go Curry. Curry, beaut
And we'll wrap up with the Sunday game, Souths versus Central. Central retained their debutant from last week, Kurt Donoghue. Um, apparently had a pretty solid debut last week, and I've been told I had to mention a much better debut than his brother Heath, who got sent off about two minutes into his first grade debut. So he managed to stay out in the field for the whole game, Kurt, so well done. Who we like here, boys? Souths looking pretty strong so far. Big win over Lakes last week. Being the next line, mate, you've got to go Souths. You've got to go Souths. Yeah, well, I don't like to say it because you'll rip me off again, but I've got family members in the South as well. <laughs> Jared, <laughs> Jared Flanagan on the wing, I'm pretty sure he's still out there. He's got family connections to Central too from uh, back in the day as well. Yeah, back in the day, they, they kicked me out. So that he's a... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go South. He was a third grade superstar, wasn't he? Oh, he played for South as well. Did he? Yeah. He played for a few clubs over. On the wing. On the wing. That is the biggest wing since uh, Richard Chippendale. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I'm going to go see us as well. Hard to go against them at the moment, the form they're in, and uh, I think they'll get the job done at home at Townsend. All right, we'll move on to the Newcastle Hunter Rugby League competition where you boys might feel a bit more comfortable uh, running some chat. And we'll start with the A grade, the results from the weekend. Waratah came back from a 28 0 deficit at half time to go down 28 12 against the Ladder Leaders Dora Creek. Cardiff got the upset draw with Belmont South 30 all. Bit of goal kicking there, unfortunately, costing Belmont South six tries to five that one. Dudley, 32, ran out winners against a depleted Fingal Bay, 10. And Windale won on forfeit over Woodbury. Uh, a lot of controversy going on there with the appeal still ongoing. So just wait and see what happens at Woodbury as we go forward. But uh, at least Dora Creek, well, well a gap at the top of the ladder on 18. Belmont, 13. Windale, 11. Dudley, Waratah and Fingal all tied in fourth on 10. Woodbury on 8. And Cardiff bringing up the rear on 5. Uh, Dora Creek looking like the real pace setters here, and uh, they've recruited really well. Added some good key position players, a couple from Shortland, and just going from strength to strength at the moment. Yeah, they've been building for a few years now. I was speaking to a couple of boys at the juniors game here uh, a few weeks ago, and yeah, they're they're looking really good, really good out there. Yeah, so um, and that they will host. We might start with their game. They'll host Windale. On Saturday afternoon, uh, Windale, a couple of weeks without a game with a long weekend and then a forfeit. I'll be a bit rusty and it's not going to be an easy ask heading out to Neville Thompson Oval. It's uh, not a picturesque place, but uh, you'll certainly know about it come the end of the 80 minutes. Oh, yeah, 100%. But you never, you never ride off a Windale team. I've uh, seen in years gone by, they've, they've come come fifth and, and ran home and won the grand final, so never ride off. Actually, speaking of Windale, actually... Maddie, Maddie Jarek, he'd be close to 200 games, I reckon. He's uh, sure. Probably him is he's always crippled. Yeah. <laughs> but um, he was telling me the other day, uh, just a just a quiet story, that um, they're out there they've got a super fan at Windale, sort of like the guy from the Raptors with the turban, but he, yeah, doesn't, right. he doesn't wear a turban. Um, but this bloke, he's, I've got his name, actually. His name's Scott James. Right. Anyway, apparently, this is just a story Maddie was telling me, that he... Um, he takes his own towel to the games, and then after the games, likes to jump in the shower with the boys just to feel a part of the team. That's how much of a super fan this guy is. That's some commitment because <laughs> I don't think anyone in their right mind wants to get in the shower with Scott Salter. Do you that? Well, mate, it's all about all sorts of commitment, I suppose. Yeah, so, that's you know, right. and whatever brings the fans around, you know, Manly are including him in press conferences, so Window can include him in the showers. Why not? <laughs> and Matt, Matty always will be keen to have someone wash his back, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, so we tip, who are we going here, boys? Are you going to get, I'm going to get out this one busy. I don't need to tip against them being undefeated. Well, yeah, I think they're due for a loss, so I'm going, I'm going to go to the Eagles. I'm going to go to the Eagles there. Oh, well, I'm still going to go to the Grand Final. I think we're going to go to Dora. Yeah, right, okay. <laughs> Moving right along. 
there is a Friday night fixture, and that is Waratah, who will host other. They love a Friday night fixture at Waratah Oval, and uh, last Friday night they unveiled their new signing, Chanel Matiatia. Yeah, uh, unfortunately, didn't get him the win. Uh, they've also brought in a couple of the uh, Tuvo boys in. Uh, I know mm. Will's out there. I'm not sure. I believe they're working on a couple of others. So. Uh, getting closer and closer to that June 30 deadline, but uh, I'm sure there'll be a few more twists in the tail of the A-grade tape yet. Uh, and Dudley, they're, uh, they're hitting their straps, the Collins boys and a few other central players they've recruited. Um, yeah, it certainly presents, this will be a very physical encounter, I think, out of Waratah Oval Friday yeah. night. It'll be worth a watch if you've got nothing on on Friday night, or you don't want to watch the ladies' state of origin, that'll be a um, cracker of a game out there, I reckon. Certainly will. I'm, uh, I'm going to go Dudley to get this one in a close one. I think it'll be pretty high scoring. Yeah, yeah, it'll be high scoring. I've uh, been an ex cheater myself. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go the task. Well, yeah, I'm gonna go Beautiful two, two and one. We're split on that one. Next up, Woodbury. They host Cardiff. I'd have to think that um, all things considered, even if the appeal's not finalised, being a home game, they'll probably still take the field for this one. I would hope. And yeah. uh, look, it's a it's a winnable game for them against Cardiff. Cardiff's one of those sides if they get out of the gates well. They can do anything to you, you know. Uh, Freddie Campbell, absolute uh, magician when he's on. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, we've also seen them start games slowly and, and have scores put on them. So yeah. interesting to see what they can do here, Carter. Yeah, well, you'd hope Woodbury we'll get back out there and, and have a run. They've got some good players out there, quality players too, and, and, and they'll give it a run. They'll give it a shake. Um, mate, Woodbury we'll at home, they're hard to beat. I'll go Woodbury. We'll Yep, I'm gonna go. The, I'm gonna go the Warriors as well. I think the addition of the additions that they had just before they got promoted back up in Chase being back and Mike Dent will be um, pretty strong, along with um, sort of Brett Forrest there, obviously steering them around. So yeah, yeah he'll be there. He, he doesn't take a backward step. So they've, yeah, they've got, they've got some strong players, and of course the um, the, the man that mate, he, he looks like he's about 20 years older than you, but he's probably only got a couple of years on you, Willie Palayo, yeah. the world's biggest winger. Speaking of uh, your brother, <laughs> mate, there's big wingers out there. <laughs> Yeah, he's, he's quality, mate. We, we played him last year. He's a, he's a good player. He has been for years. So, yeah. um, fingers crossed they, they get back out there and, and it, you know. It'd be, it'd be good for him to get a win and just put everything else behind him. Yeah. Like, so. yeah. yeah, I'll go, I'll go with So all three of us have tipped him, so Cardiff is probably a sure thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the final match of the round sees Belmont South host Fingal. Fingal will be hoping to welcome back a couple of players. Uh, and I'm a bit concerned their co-coach, Bo Earl, um, he's on his honeymoon mid-season. What's going on there? Honeymoon mid-season? Jesus. Okay. I suppose. It's one, it's one thing if it's a player, but like, you're the co-coach. You know who wears a pants in that relationship, don't you? Yeah, well, I, I, uh, I, I can't say I know the lovely Phoebe that he's married, but I've seen pictures he's doing very well for himself, Bo, so <laughs> do, do, do what you're told. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. nah, you will. It's a tough one, that one, I reckon. I'll, I'll go Fingal. I'll go Fingal. Yeah, I'll go Fingal, I think. They're a pretty good story. They've seen other asses coming through as a junior side and they might work their way through the grade and they're in a, a pretty cool middle uh, first grade side. So, yeah, I'll go. Yeah, I'll have to go. The boys are on the show last week. Old Bones uh, and Belmont South. Uh, I don't want Chop to be raging and uh, <laughs> sensing Belmont KFC out of business with a um, rage gluttony. <laughs> we might jump on to B grade and um, a couple of interesting results there. Uh, Malibula 24 knocked off Morpeth 20. Like Morpeth might have had a couple of players out there. I know Malibula's lost a couple of players as well. Um, talk about clubs that have built up the right way and junior clubs. Glendale 38 defeated Shortland 20. They've done a really good job out there at Glendale. Just slowly recruiting a couple of players, building on the key core that they've got there. And they've come up, um, it's only a few years ago, they were in D grade and struggling to keep afloat. So they've done really well. 
Uh, Katara, unfortunately, uh, we talked about their D grade earlier, but their B grade did not go so well. They went down 38 to fours when East Maitland saw that, according to the Newcastle Hunters, so I only had 16 players. Um, and University and West Wales End a 16 all draw. So uh, University dropping back down, and it looks like Westy, one of the top sides, had their measure. So another side that's pretty solely based around local talent. And uh, yeah, I'm told everyone but Daniel Melmoth played well, that's what I had to say. So. <laughs> Sounds about right. Got to keep him in check. So, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, as you said earlier, Westy, you know, they're, they're probably, I mean, Malibu and Morbeth both came up from C grade with points, so Westy have continued their run through there and yeah. doing quite well so far. Yeah, they're building nicely out there, Westy. Um, we played them in a trial year at the start of the year, and um, it was early, so match fitness was uh, sort of out the window there, but they've got some really good plays, led by the Yunk, and, um, you know, they're... I hope they get the win, mate. I hope they get the win and, and get to the grand final and, and uh, do it for them. It'll be a great story. And you know, another bloke of your vintage, Jamie Watt, actually got a few years on here. Yeah, he's older than me. He's, <laughs> he's, I think what's, he's, got a, um, he's, he's got a daughter that's you know early 20s, so yeah, that's how yeah. old he is. He's in his early 40s, but <laughs> uh, it still goes well. Got best on ground from the other week, so and uh, you just got to, the only thing with what's here is just, you just got to watch those swinging arms. Swinging arms, yeah. Doesn't mind those. He used to dish nah. them out when I was playing, so. <laughs> Yeah, he's a good bloke off the field. Oh, great bloke, <laughs> great, great bloke off the field. Yeah, exactly right. So the ladder has Malabula on 12 alongside West Falls End, Morpeth on 11, Glendale 8, East Maitland University on 7, Shortland on 6, and Katara on 4. Two Friday night fixtures kick off the B-grade competition this week. We've got East Maitland versus Glendale, two sides uh, both coming off good wins last week. Uh, East Maitland led uh, by... The Evergreen Chad Irvine, we talked about 80-minute front rowers before. He's a monster and can go well for 80 minutes. Good player. Very good player. He's been the core of that side for a couple of years. Led him all the way to uh, a minor premiership in a grand final last year in uh, C grade. Uh, another one who I don't know too much about, but bagged a hat-trick on the weekend. Phil Smith in the 22 jersey. So I don't know if he's a new, new addition, but pick, picking up a hat-trick, you must be sneaky. You must go all right. So. Must go all right. Sure. Um, and Glendale, of course, led by, you know, again, talking about evergreen players, Steve Slee and Troy Forbes. Forbes <laughs> Lee, yeah. yeah so, Forbes, um, played many a game against them two boys. Oh, Good blokes. Good Forbes, Forbes has got more clubs than anyone else in the competition, oh, I think, including Dwayne Sampson, who's got about 30. Yeah, so, clubs and Tiger Woods. Exactly right. But um, he's been out there at Glendale for a couple of years, and, and Slee obviously moved over from Cardiff. So, yeah, yeah. been good additions in those two and a half. Yeah, he, does, he, doesn't, he doesn't travel too far. <laughs> keeps it close, keeps it close. Yeah, I think uh, the Tollefowl boys are out there too. Yeah, they are too. They're, they're, they're two quality players. I think, um, well, I know Tupac have been the forwards, but I've heard uh, Tony's hanging out on the wing at the moment. So he's, again, another big winger. Yeah, big mate, a bit of a trend going around, I think. Yeah. Uh, you, got, you guys are more big centres here, I noticed. Yeah. Yeah. Mate, uh, big Jace, he, uh, he can certainly move into the forwards if you needed him to. Oh, yeah, yeah. But he's, uh, he's potent out there, though. He's, uh, I think he went close to leading Trisker last year. So yeah. uh, Back onto these ones. I'm going to go Glendale to get the win up there at um, what I like to call Henny Penny Stadium <laughs> at East Maitland. <laughs> yeah, uh, nothing worse than playing there and you can get the waft ahead. Cold, no- cold <laughs> night as you're trying to warm up and that's all that's on your mind, yeah, isn't it? exactly. Um, oh, East Maitland are hard to beat up there. But I'm going to go with, um, with the boys at Glendale there. Keep it close, Glendale. Yeah, I'm going to boys over the hill for Glendale as well. Excellent. The other Friday night game, and you want to talk about um, hard places to go on a Friday night. West Walls and Les Wakeman over. West Walls and at 7.30, Ooh. hosting Katara. Katara coming off that drubbing to East Maitland. 
Well, last thing you want to do is six-day turner and turn up out at Westwall's oh. End where uh, it's probably the only place that rivals here for um, quality, comment, quality <laughs> comments from the hill. But their hill's about five times the height of yours. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Oh, mate, I can't think of anything worse than Westwall's End on a Friday night. I don't think I've ever done that. Yeah, I think I think a uh, Jamie Watts swinging arm in that's in those low Friday night temperatures would sting, wouldn't it? Yeah, no, I remember we played a trial game out there one night. Oh, yeah, yeah. I thought Watts' arm right across my nose. Yeah. <laughs> would have only improved your looks. Oh, yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's got to be uh, Westy by 40, I think. Yeah, they're in red hot form. I think Guitar will probably have a stronger side. They've been sort of up and down. I think they must have a few uh, sort of uh, workers that'll work away, and yeah. if they can get a couple of them back, they'll get in the arm wrestle. But yeah, I'm going to go Westfall's end. Yeah, well, as I said before, I'm, uh, I'll be kick out, kicked out of the family if I went against Katara. So I'm going to go to theirs. <laughs> All right, no worries. We move on to Saturday afternoon and Shortland host Morpeth over at uh, Tuxford Oval there. Uh, you boys have got connections with a few of the boys at Shorty. Uh, oh, yeah. Morpeth, again, talking about big outside backs. They've got big Al- Alfred the Boat Whale oh, Boat. Yeah. So, uh, one of the hardest blokes to tackle. Good man. Good plenty, man. plenty of men have been bounced off those quads. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, me included. No, he's a he's a he's a tough um, I think last time I was having a chat, we're we're about the same age, so we're doing well. So uh, he's a good good player, good bloke. Um, but yeah, shorty, a few of the lads come over here last year and, and had a run. Good good lads. Uh, Dan Carlton, the chief, uh, JD, uh, Tungy. All them boys, and um, they're always welcome back here whenever. whenever. Um, obviously, they went back over to keep that um, club across the swamp alive, and, and we respect them for that. Um, mate, I'm going to have to go shorty here. Kills me to say it, but I'm going to go shorty. He's going to be kicked out of all then. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. Only for the boys. Hey, he's just hoping that um, when he needs a repaint at home, that tongue is going to come around and do a good deal. <laughs> I've been hitting him up for weeks, mate. <laughs> Yeah, I can't do it. I can't do it for a short one. There you go, Morbid. Yeah, mate. Yeah. I, I'm an unabashed Alfred Whaleboat fan, and mostly because I've come off on the wrong end of him yeah. before when I've been playing <laughs> against him. So, yeah, I'll go, I'll go the Bulls to bounce back from their loss. Finally, this one will be interesting. University, um, obviously, you know, they've been part of that regrade and they, they you know, held their own in a couple of games in A grade and they had some big scores they put on teams earlier on. They take on the ladder leaders, Malibula. This will be a real test for Malibula heading over to the Knowledge Coliseum there at the University. Mm. Uh, who's it going to be, the Seahorse or the Panthers? Well, you, you wouldn't know with what team Malibu would come down with, but um, they've got some quality players at the uni. Um, I know Jared Rodman's over there, and um, their forwards are, <coughs> I just go forward, always find their front. When we played them, they just they were a class above. So, um, yeah, it's uni for me on that one. Yeah, uni's real, always real well-drilled. Um, it's going to be hard not, not to pick them, I think. Yeah, well, the thing is with Jared Rodmer, if he doesn't beat you with his ball play, he'll distract you with his eyes. So <laughs> yeah. either that, either that or, the, or your girls will be swooning. So you're in trouble either way, mother. Well, I'm going to go to Seahorses to get that one done pretty comfortably. Actually, Jared's dad was my under-14s coach, and he wasn't even born. There you go. That's starting to show you. <laughs> he, might have, he might have just been born, actually. Oh, yeah, it'll be pretty close, I reckon. Yeah, because yeah. Rod's been in his early 20s. Yeah. Hey, does that make you feel old? Because Rod's got a good kid of his own. Yeah, now. I seen him at um, our game. He, I think his partner was playing in the ladies' tag before on Sunday, and always say good day to him and that. And uh, he's a good, good bloke. A, a great, great family of, of guys have been around, you know, with South and yeah. um, and some of the other clubs there. Yeah, his brother Brendan. Yeah, Brent, Brendan, a halfback captain, a props body. Yeah. But yeah, no, a great family, and, and their old man, a good bloke too. Yeah, it sounds like Sean. 
<laughs> nah, Rob, Rod's, uh, Rod's got some ability. Oh, right. <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> he went out and played potential after. Yeah. His first year out there. Dear mate, dear mate. Actually, I do, remember, I do recall that. Um, and so that, that's the B grade wrap up. We'll move on to C grade. This is where you boys have come into your own. <coughs> uh, we'll run through the results from last weekend and we'll gloss over one of them really quickly. Avermaine 23, Budgeoy 16 on Friday night up at Curry Sports Ground. Tall Timbers 12, Gloucester 28. Gloucester made the most of that road trip. Uh, Aberglassen 39, defeated Morris at 16. And Raymond Terrace 30, defeated Walls and Maryland 20 on Sunday. So, uh, what happened up there, boys? Oh, mate. <laughs> I, um, I uh, did me heavy against... Who did we play now? Tall Timbers. Um, so I'll, I sat on the sidelines and, and did the bench and had a watch and uh, never again. <laughs> We just dropped way too much ball. Tried to play too expansive. No, hey, Raymond Terrace, they were um, they were there to play. It was three thirty Sunday Harvey, and um, our preparation was good. Everything was was right, but our execution on the night was was uh, I think we completed at like thirty percent, something like that. Can't can't do that against a side like Raymond Terrace. No. They've got some they've got some um, explosive guys in the backs, but just you know their forwards grind. I mean, when you've got Brooke Roach there, oh, mate, that's yeah. all you know. That's what you're going to come come up against: physical yeah, grinding. Yeah. Get they'll take yeah. you into the arm wrestle, and if you don't want to stay there with them, yeah, that's right. They they scored some good tries, um, and we just didn't hold the ball. We didn't hold the ball as good as what we can at training. At training, <laughs> exactly <laughs> right. But um, yeah, any team with Brooke in it's a Force. Another one, mate. We could, get, we could get a good over 35s team going from the Newcastle Hunter Rugby League. We might, we might have to pick one and name it on uh, on Lee Cup yeah, in a couple of weeks. You might have a battle for the halves with the likes of uh, Slee and yeah. uh, Forty and that. We might <laughs> yeah. just put you in the back row, mate. Yeah. Um, well, maybe uh, you come back from retirement, sat down as well, squirrely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you're in the referee's points, mate. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. It's only because you knew him, mate. <laughs> It doesn't matter how you get them, they all count the same. Hey, like I said, I played better that game than I did all yeah, five years in hiatus. <laughs> played probably one of the best games you've ever played. Uh, I'll, I'll just take the call for that. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you're back, you're back up again this one? Keep yeah, getting that under, under wraps? He'll have to. <laughs> you've got the tip from the coach, you're in. Uh, Alright, so the ladder at the moment. Aberglassen 14, Gloucester 12, Tall Timbers 10, Morris at 8, Abermain 8. Raymond Terrace, Budgie Oil, Walls and Maryland all on six. So yeah, it'd be disappointing, obviously, to be sitting where you are, but you're only you know, winning some four and against out of fourth spot, so not, not too disheartening. Nah, not at all. The boys are positive. We've, we know what we did wrong on the weekend. We've just got to um, execute better. and We get a few players back this week. Um, got a couple of suspensions a few weeks ago, so I've got the, the two Tinson twins back this week. Um, they'll, they'll add a bit. Um, I know they've got a good mate up there in, in uh, Stevie Forest, so they'll be looking forward to um, banging heads with each other this weekend. <coughs> and, um, yeah, um, we're looking good. We're looking good for this weekend. We'll, we'll have a good side. We'll go up there. I know a few of us are going to stay up there the night, so we'll make a weekend of it. It's always a good night up there at Gloucester. You yeah. know, there's a good thing about those teams up there, Gloucester and Stroud, and I like it. Even when I was refereeing back in the day, if you go up and you stay the night, that makes me well looked after. I'm hearing yeah. the same about Tall Timbers down there. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes it worth the trip up, which yeah, is always good. That's right. Um, but yeah, they're, they're certainly um, not short on some numbers, and we'll jump into that in a second. But we might start Friday night. I believe this is the Bar TV game. Raymond Terrace versus Abermain. Uh, I haven't seen too much of Abermain. I caught about, actually, I caught about probably 
30 minutes of this game when they played at Kersley at the start of the year. And I'll be honest, it was one of the most ordinary games of football. So much drop ball. I think both sides were sort of thrown together. And uh, mate, we keep we keep reeling them out. Blokes, blokes north of the age of 40 and 50. Jim Abbott. Yeah, so he's still going around. He'd, he'd be close to the oldest. And we'll get to a couple in D grade. Easily. So, yeah, but... Um, yeah, it'd be interesting to see uh, the two war horses go against each other. Brooke, yeah. Brooke and Jim. Jim's probably giving away a few kilos, but yeah, yeah, that's a tough one to pick. That one. They're, um, they're both obviously beaten us, and um, we've been in both games when we've played them. But mate, I'm going to go Terrace back to back. I think. Yeah, well, that'll make it three on the trot. I think things yeah. are a bit budget with the week before that as well. Yeah. So, hey, Terrace sneaking up, and that that'd probably see them um, essentially jump into the top five. When three or four weeks ago, you probably thought that they were. Struggling just to start registering some wins. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it just shows how even it is. Yeah, I think they were pretty quick around the rock and um, they were pretty strong against us, so I'll go to Terrace as well. Makes three from three. Um, it's the two games on Saturday afternoon. Morissette hosts Tall Timbers. This one will be an interesting one. I watched Morissette play the Terrace the other week in the Friday night game. And I think Morissette, if they're disciplined, their forwards have a really good knack of just finding their front, getting a quick play ball, and it's just discipline and ball control that cost them against Raymond Terrace. They've got the potential. I was a bit surprised to see how much Aberglasson beat them by. But if they get all their players on the paddock, I know they picked up a few guys up from Tukli early in the year. and uh, They've got a couple of front rowers. Their captain coach, Reese Ryan, he's tough. They've got some really handy uh, ball players in the Nadens that um, can jump through the middle there. And uh, I think Matt Dix as well, who plays a bit of fullback and can jump into the back row. You're versatile like yourself, mate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and can goal kick from anywhere as well, this bloke. So uh, on their day, Morissette can mix it with anyone. But we've seen Tall Timbers too, very strong. The Trenbath boys... Uh, Anyone that's watched a bit of uh, Indigenous knockout footy would have seen those guys go around over the years and they, they don't take back a step either. Yeah, well, when they come down with us and, and big props to the, to the Tallies, they, I think they only come down with 14 blokes when we played them. So, but they still went out there and played, got a few injuries <coughs> and um, obviously our score reflected reflected that. But I don't, I don't um, know too much about the Tall Timbers, to be honest, and obviously we're going to find that out when we go down there. Um, and then, yeah... On that one, I'm going to go. I'm going to go to the tallest to show up and, and give it a run. Yeah, it's a tough one. I think, like like, like we said, we're in, uh, most of the games that we've played against Morris and, and the like, we've, we've been right in it. And, uh, the tall timbers gave us a real shake up in the first half with only sort of 13, 12 or thirteen blokes. So I reckon timbers. All right, I'm going to go against the flow and go upset for Morris. That's there we go. And the final one of the round, Budgie Boy, they've been um, a really slow to start the season and they chalked a couple of wins and they picked up a couple of players we'd heard from Dora Creek and then all of a sudden they've just come crashing back to earth with losses to uh, the Terrace and Abermain. Uh, and it's not going to get any easier when they host Aberglassen at 4 o'clock on Saturday down there at Halakalani. The Ants, uh, they've got some depth, they've got some numbers on the books and, uh, yeah, look, I mean, they, they came and played here the other week and I know they had one or two blokes out, the likes of Mick Akers and these sorts of guys, but they just seem to have ready-made replacements and... There doesn't seem to be much variation. They're quite deep across the board. No, they were very, very well structured. Um, the ants, they, um, they played well. We like it. Yeah, we matched it with them, but we, we, um, we fell away at the end there, and they, they just took it away from us. Um, but Budgieway, I've heard you go down to Budgieway, and um, it's a bit like the Grange. It's um, well, the crowds on top here, and it's, they, bit, it's an open paddock, yeah. And they, um, they let you know that you're at the. Um, Bulldogs home ground, so I'm going to go Budgie Boy in that one. I think they might get the upset. All right, I'm going to go the ants. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go the ants as well. They were real structured and well drilled against us, and uh, I think they'll, they'll get the 
the win there. The final one, obviously, is the road trip. Gloucester hosting Walls and Maryland. Uh, there are a few blokes out there that you guys know by name as well as reputation and uh, from around the traps, obviously. Steve Forrest, we talked about earlier, um, and then Steve Cook and Luke Hansaker up there as well. And yeah. um, they've got another bloke who, I'll, I'll get his name wrong for sure, Stan Tonengaha, I think it is, a centre who uh, played a bit of reserve grade at South a few years ago as well. So he's been getting a few meat pies and uh, they've got some threats all over the paddock. Yeah, nah, they're, they're, a, they're a good team out there, Gloucester. Every time you go up there, it's hard. It's always hard to win um, them away trips, Stroud, Gloucester, um, even, you know, Aberglass and. Um, but we've just got to show up there with the right mindset, um, train well tomorrow night, work on our plays, um, hold the ball, be disciplined, um, and then just line speed, get in their faces, try and force the error, get a, get a couple of tries, and you never know, you know you've got to be um, competitive and, and in it to win it, so look up. I'm always going to tip the Tigers there. I think we've got the... I, I, I wasn't really going to ask you. I figured you would have. <laughs> <laughs> now that you've been told you're in the team, you'd definitely be tipping them, wouldn't you? I'm tipping, tipping for a double. Yeah. I'm tipping yeah. for a double. Oh. <laughs> what? Double shot of vodka. Yeah, I was going to say... So, let me get this right. If you're getting across the stripe, he's got your first double at the pub. Is yeah. that what's happened? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, sure. there we go. We've got it on the record. We've got it on the record. I like it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm... Um, I've upset, I've upset the crowd and people out here before, so I know what happened. So I was in Maryland as well. There's only two of us here, mate. You're right. <laughs> That's all right. Funny tells me you can run faster than me. You probably can at the moment. Um, so, yeah, so that obviously wraps up the uh, C grade. So uh, the one thing I will say, Gloucester, we talked about it before, but those those upper hunter clubs especially, they really epitomise what Newcastle Hunters are about in that, you know, and you boys are taking advantage of that a bunch of you by staying up there, and uh, they'll, they'll sure as sure as heck put on a good night for you, and you'll and you'll have a yeah a, a few hours afterwards. I don't doubt you know beat, beat the living daylights out of each other, and then go and have a beer, yeah, which is exactly what this competition's about, A through D grade. So yeah, exactly. I love it. Uh, speaking of D grade, we'll jump into the D grade South, and on Friday night on Bar TV, <coughs> we had the top of the table clash: Hamilton versus Swansea, and the Ducks at the Duck Pond won the Waterfowl Warfare twenty four ten. Uh, so they go to outright first on the ladder. Um, in other games, Katara, your, your, your second club by the sound of it, 50 <laughs> defeated Wobbicle 6. And Wanji, 24 defeated Kersley, 22 in the uh, battle of 6th and 7th. Unfortunately for Budgie, they couldn't mount a uh, D-grade side and they forfeited to Cardiff uh, a little bit earlier in the week. So that sees Hamilton 16, Swansea and Katara 14, Cardiff on 8, Wobbicle on 8, Wanji 4, Kersley 2 and Budgie Yet to register a win, the only team across all five grades, unfortunately. But um, uh, yeah, no, look, they're, they're, they're doing what they can to try and get that second side. They did it to avoid a buy being in the competition, essentially, which is you know a pretty noble task. So if they get a team on the paddock more weeks than they don't, then it's avoiding more buys and it's not so good on them. Yeah. Uh, and they kick off there the early game on Saturday, and they tend to get a couple extra numbers around when they're at home. And, and this one's seven first eight, so they might be uh, fired up for this one to try and short their first win. Budgeway host Kersley. Down at Halakalani, 2.30 on Saturday. You touched on it before. The crowd will make the boys uh, on their trip, de- trip down from uh, the outer suburbs of Cessnock feel very welcome and uh, sure. have their work cut out from the crushers. Yeah, for sure. Um, mate, you got to go. I'm going to go Budgie Boy on that one to get their first win at home. Double header, is it? It is a double header, yeah. So they'll, yeah they'll, they'll have a few boys play, play um, and then sit on the bench. Double up, yeah. yeah I mean, I think, why I think, not? I think they'll get the win. Yeah, I'll go Budgie Boy. Yeah, why not? We'll make it a trifecta. I always like the underdog. 
Next up, Wanji. They head over to Learmonth Oval on Saturday afternoon to take on Hamilton. It's going to be a big ask taking on uh, a side that's only lost the one game so far this season. The ducks are flying, aren't they? Stop it. <laughs> oh, here it is. Here it is. Puns, puns like that, you'll be on every I week. I thought about that one. <laughs> um, yeah, they're going well. I watched that game the other night at Old Leamoth, the hardest ground in um, in Newcastle, Old Leamoth Oval. Um, yeah, mate, Hamilton will be, be too good there. Yeah, I think they'll continue their winning run, Flano 3 from 3. Yeah, I'm going. All right, well, we know who you're going to tip in this next one. It's Swansea versus Katara out at Parbury on a. Saturday afternoon, it's, uh, it's a bit, it's, I mean, it's not a huge trip, but it's far enough out to Swansea, uh, especially if you get caught with the bridge up on the way out there. Uh, the Swans and Katara both sitting on uh, 14 competition points, a chance to go outright second here. Uh, I don't doubt you'll be on the Bears. I'll uh, have to tip the Swans, so we might leave Lowy to break the difference. Yeah. Mate, I'm going to go to the Swans there. They're, they're flying too. Yeah, they're, <laughs> well, yeah, sort of. Sort of. <laughs> Uh, and the final game, Sunday, 3 o'clock, it's, uh, oh, I guess it's a bit of a local derby, a Wobbicle versus Cardiff. Yeah. I mean, plenty of boys here that would have played alongside each other at different points, I would have thought. Um, and uh, a Wobbicle certainly an experienced side and uh, sitting below Cardiff on four and against. So this one will, again, determine outright fourth. Uh, I'm going to go the boys at, at home there, uh, a Wobbicle Eagles, to get it done. Yeah, Wobbicle's got some good players out there. Um, I'm going to go with the Wobbicle there. Yeah, I'll go. Three from three. We'll wrap it up with the D-grade North competition. Uh, The results last weekend. Dungog gave up second place on the ladder with a 16-26 loss to Hinton. Uh, Unfortunately for Shane Tapper, his try-scoring run ended at three after his mid-season transfer for... I believe, I believe Aberglassen paid Hinton to take him, I'm told. So. I was wondering where he was. So where is he? He's up at Hinton Hornets Hinton. now. Yeah, he's right. played four games now. But yeah, he got a try in each of his first three, I believe. Yeah. Well, that's what he's telling me anyway. And yeah, you know, right. Tap wouldn't lie, would he? He'd have to be pushing 50. He's 50 this year, I believe. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Speaking of people that are 50, Simon Chappell got a hat-trick for Stroud in their 40-32 to win over Maitland United. So. Right, Chapo again, right, he um, he doesn't look like he's necessarily 50, whereas Tapper certainly does. <laughs> um, but yeah, Chapo, he's pushing up in the leading try scorer ranks there. Karua went down 32-12 to Clarence down up at Karua on Sunday, and Tea Gardens essentially all, all but put paid to the finals race for Patterson River with a 26-16 win over them. Uh, Patterson River really got their work cut out, chasing down Stroud and Maitland United from here, so... Uh, this week sees Maitland United host Dungog. You talked about Learmonth being concrete. Coronation Oval's oh, not yeah. much better. Not much better at all, is it? Uh, so uh, Maitland United very up and down. They've got yeah. plenty of points in them. Dungog, I know from uh, uh, one of the boys I play Aussie Rules with, Lee Nevin, who uh, has some cameos up there for Dungog. Uh, they've got a few players out. So I'm going to tip Maitland United to get this one done on the concrete pitch at Coro. Oh, yeah. Oh. Brings back, brings back oh, memories. Brings back, I feel <laughs> the grass burn now. And I'm... Um, Nothing worse than playing out there, and if it's windy, it's even worse. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you, mate. I'm going Maitland on that one. Yeah, I'm going Maitland. I um, played a dungle in the in juniors in the grand final and beat them. So I just picked that up. You dropped that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Let it go, mate. <laughs> uh, next one, uh, see seventh versus eighth. Tea Gardens hosting Crewe up Mile Park. I'm going to go Tea Gardens to go back to back wins here. They got that good win against Patterson River on the weekend, and. Uh, it's, uh, it's the Battle of the Mile River. Hawkins, uh, isn't it? What's that? It's got to be the Hawkins. Yeah, the Hawkins. It's always yeah. hard to go up there and win. Yeah, I'll go to the T-Gardens. Lovely. It's going to be a uh, pretty physical game, I'd
Local rivalry, that yeah, oh, mate, it's definitely local rivalry, and both earmarked as a chance for a win because they haven't had too many in, in the season gone. Yeah. Uh, next up, Hinton <clears throat> take on Clarencetown in a top of the table clash. Clarencetown yet to lose a game. Uh, when you got a Blake, by now Blake Birch here in a D grade side, and some of the other players have got Trent Papper and the likes. Uh, yeah, you'd certainly be uh, surprised, but uh, I'm sure Tapper will be chasing Papper around, uh, <laughs> trying to show the young buck how it's done. <laughs> Yeah, that's for sure. Where's it at? Where's it uh, at? Is at Stuart Park at Hinton on Saturday at 3 o'clock. So, yeah, right. home ground advantage. It's, uh, they do well there at Hinton, but um, you're going to have the work cut out. Beautiful ground to play at Hinton. Love playing up there. The one, of, one of the old country grounds. Yeah, 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 I've played, yeah, I've never played cricket up there. I've never played footy up there, but it's just... Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Like um, Morpeth's ground. Really yep. nice. Um, yeah, it's a tough one. Top of the table. Hinton. Oh, yeah, I'm going to go Hinton on that one. Yeah, the Hornets. I don't know too much about this, but Ben and Hinton, I'm going Hinton. I'll go Clara. They haven't dropped one yet, but um, they're probably due, and you know, I'm sure we'll never hear the end of it. I'll get a phone call on Saturday afternoon for sure if they get up, especially <laughs> if Tabby gets across the strike. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, he scored three this year. He has more than he's got in the last eight years combined. Uh, the final one is Sunday, 2 o'clock, Stroud versus Patterson River at Stroud Showground. Uh, Stroud, um, they'll, they'll be looking, uh, if, especially if Hinton dropped that game, to try and leapfrog them and Dungog maybe and climb all the way up to second. Uh, mate, Simon Chapel in red-hot form, you're leading them around the season, veteran, and Stroud Showground, it's, hey, it's not, not the best place to be a visitor, and Patterson, as much as they'll be smarting off their loss last week, I think it's hard to go past the Stroud side that put on 40 points last week. Well, the, if they get a bit of rain at, um, up there, it turns into um, a bog wash up there. Well, I think it's supposed to rain tomorrow yeah. on Friday, isn't it? Yeah, so. yeah, so um, them boys are used to it up there at the... Um, at the showground, so I'm going to go Stroud on that one. Yeah, I don't, again, I don't know too much about these two sides, but Stroud, I'd imagine it'd be a pretty tough place to travel to, so I'll go Stroud as well. Yeah, beautiful. Well, uh, boys, thank you very much for your time tonight. Uh, we had a few technical difficulties along the way, but we got through. We persevered. Um, good luck for the weekend. Enjoy the um, trip up to Gloucester. Yeah. Don't do anything that means that they get stuck with. Don't leave him there or anything, will you? Because they, they, <laughs> nah, they, they don't deserve that. Nicole will make sure. Oh, they're going to miss us up there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, someone to keep you under control. <laughs> hey, she's got a work cut out for her, hasn't she? Oh, I don't know about that. I think I do. <laughs> oh, <laughs> lucky, lucky, lucky. I reckon there's about a 100% chance she's can not you, listening. Can you cut that part out? She's not listening <laughs> to the podcast, is she? I'll show you. Probably. Uh, uh, but yeah, good luck for the weekend. Good luck to everyone for your teams. Make sure to get down to your local game. There's games Friday, Saturday, Sunday across the weekend and plenty of good ones. Well, bless this weekend. I think there's four or five Friday night games. So uh, if you can get yourself out and get a leave pass, or take the wife out for a romantic dinner to the footy. Yeah. Right? There's yeah. good sausage sangers out there. Yeah, that's right. None better than here, I've heard. Or grab some Henny Penny at East Maitland. Yeah, why not? <laughs> um, but hey, yeah. Chris, before we go, I just want to say um, on behalf of um, everyone that listens to the podcast and, and what you're doing, mate, is, is a great thing for the for the Lower Hunter competition um, 10 years ago 15 years ago when I started out here at the Tigers there's no way I thought I would have been sitting in the sheds doing an interview with um, with someone to put on uh, Facebook or, or pod pod it or whatever you call it you know? <laughs> Tech, but, uh, yeah. thank you but, um, I appreciate it mate you're doing a great job mate, I appreciate that thank you very much uh, as you boys know you know you've, you've known me for a few years through the refereeing and the other ranks and, and I'm an absolute footy tragic and now that the body's not up to playing footy, I thought I'd do you know do the justice this comp deserves. It's getting better and better by the year with the players that have come back, and hopefully it goes on into leaps and bounds. But uh, there's plenty of footy, and uh, we love having the clubs give up their time. And you, know, you guys have been you know pretty keen and happy to get involved and do what you can in terms of giving me some info. So I appreciate that. 
Uh, so as I said, yeah, get down to your local ground. Make sure to give us a rate and review. Follow us on our social media, on Facebook and Twitter. And uh, enjoy the footy this weekend. Good luck to your side, uh, as long as they're not playing balls in Maryland, of course. And um, we'll catch everyone next week. Thanks, boys. Cheers, mate.